Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs, to the podcast of excellence we're talking about. John Milton. For the last time, then we're going to be reading someone else who isn't John Milton. Wow. Can you even imagine? Excellent. Um, okay, so let's just wrap up this John Milton stuff real quick. Swim says, from book three of Paradise Lost, light is the invocation on an entreaty for aid and guidance from a muse or deity at the beginning of an epic or epic-like poem. Per Sparks notes, these passages from book three make up part of Milton's second and longest invocation, which is also his most autobiographical and symbolic. Milton refers to light simultaneously as divine wisdom and literal light. When he speaks about his blindness, he refers both his inward blindness and lack of divine wisdom, and his literal blindness or loss of eyesight. Cool. I dig it. The last two excerpts are from Samson Agon's Isters, um, which is Greek for Samson the, Samson the Wrestler or Samson the Athlete. It's a tragedy published in the same volume as his epic poem, Paradise Regained, in 1671, considered the, mo- the greatest English drama based on the Greek model and is known as close Closet Tragedy, one more suited for reading than performance. Okay. Very good. All right. I think we're ready to move on from John Milton. He was very talented. Don't get me wrong. But now, it's Mr. Sir John Suckling. Born 1609, died 1642. Um, Jeez, that's young, isn't it? 30, what's that? 33. Am I right? I don't know. Anyway, the first poem by Sir John Suckling is called A Doubt of Martyrdom. Oh, for some honest lover's ghost, some kind unbodied post, sent from the shades below, I strangely long to know whether the noble chaplets were those that their mistresses scorn did bear, or those that were used kindly. For whatsoever they tell us here, to make those sufferings dear, twill there I found be fa- I fear be found that to the being crowned, to have loved alone will not suffice, unless we also have been wise, and have our loves enjoyed. What pa- what posture can we think him in, that here unloved again departs, and is thither gone, where each sits by his own, or how can that Elysium be, where I, my mistress, still must see, circled in others' arms? For there the judges all are just, and Sophonisba must, but his whom he held dear, not his who loved her here. The sweet Philosia, she, since she died, lies by her Pericles his side, not by Amphilus. Amphilus. Some bays, perchance, or myrtle bow, for difference crowns the brow. Of those kind souls that were the noble martyrs here, and if that be the only odds, as who can tell, yea, kinder gods, give me the woman here. This one's called the constant lover. Out upon it I have loved three whole days together, and am like to love three more if it proved fair weather. 
Time shall molt away his wings ere he shall discover in the whole wide world again such a constant lover. But the spite on it is no praise, is due at all to me. Love with me had made no stays, had it any been but she. Had it any been but she, and that very face, there had been at least ere this a dozen dozen in her place. Next one is called, Why So Pale and Wan? Why so pale and wan, fond lover? Prithee, why so pale? Will, when looking well can't move her, looking ill prevail? Prithee, why so pale? Why so dull and mute, young sinner? Prithee, why so mute? Will, when speaking well can't win her, saying nothing, do it? Prithee, why so mute? Quit, quit for shame. This will not move, this cannot take her. If of herself she will not love, nothing can make her. The devil take her. And one more. When dearest I but think of thee. When dearest I but think of thee, methinks all things that lovely be are present, and my soul delighted for beauties and from worth arise, and like are like the grace of deities, still present with us, though unsighted. Thus, while I sit and sigh the day, with all his borrowed lights away, till night's black wings do overtake me, thinking on thee, thy beauties, then, as sudden lights do, sleepy men, so they by their bright rays awake me, thus absence dies, and, and dying proves no absence can subsist with loves that do partake of fair perfection, since in the darkest night they may, by love's quick motion find a way to see each other by reflection. The waving sea can with each flood bathe some high promont that hath stood far from the main up in the river. Oh, think not then, but love can do as much, for that's an ocean too, which flows not every day but ever. Alrighty, that was some Sir John Suckling. Thanks very much, guys, for listening, and I'll see ya tomorrow.